Hey, have you ever used Cheapo Air? For years, and I really like it. With Cheapo Air, you can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning. And if you join their Club Miles program, you can earn points to save on the cost of your travel. Book on the app, and you get double points. Sounds like it's time I tried Cheapo Air. Call Cheapo Air at 855-247-3279 or visit CheapoAir.com slash podcast. Yeah, Brooke does TV. It's pretty it my, cool. Yeah, I had two lines. Oh, you had two? two? I thought it was just one. No, two speaking oh. lines. What my very first line was, did I already tell you? Uh, well, I thought we read it. So my first line was... Uh, I don't know why I'm laughing already. <laughs> kiss my ass. <laughs> Stop it. My very first line in a TV show, also a movie, because I didn't say anything in Wonder Woman. Kiss my ass. Was kiss my ass. <laughs> Between the Reps with Brooke Entz and Gina Chancharulo is a CastBox original produced alongside Studio 71. CastBox is the fastest growing and highest rated podcast app on both iOS and Android, where you can find all your favorite podcasts. You can listen to Between the Reps wherever you get your podcasts, but we hope you'll give CastBox a shot. We think it's the best. Hey, let me ask you something. You know how it's like if you're a woman, you're an actress. If you're a right. guy, you're yeah. an actor. Right. But if you're a woman, can you be an actor? Yeah. All right. Yeah, you can be an actor. The, you're an actor. Hey, guys. Welcome to Between the Reps with Brooke and Gina. We're back. Again. Who knew? <laughs> yeah, we're actually not going anywhere for a whole year because we're in contract. So you better just suck it up and listen to all these episodes. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully Thank by you, the end. five of you that Hopefully, listen to us yeah. every, Thank you. every week. Hopefully by the end of this, you guys are going to actually, we're going to be so good at it and you're going to love it so much that we, uh, we just keep it going. Today, we're going to talk about where I was just at because I just flew in from Atlanta yesterday and before that, I was in Pittsburgh. You've been all over the place. Yeah. I mean, I'm just been I at do. home. <laughs> you know, I actually try to take I try to take you everywhere with me. And you're like, I can't. I'm I like, what? You have a life? Wow, that's weird. My favorite though is when people actually ask me, like, where's Gina? And I'm like, at home. <laughs> she has a life. She, hey, Believe it or working. not. I'm like, I try to take her everywhere, but I don't know. I guess I need to make more money so I could pay you. <laughs> yeah. Like a I could pay you so you could actually hey, live. Just... <laughs> yeah. Oh, you're so sweet. All right, guys. So where I was, I was in Atlanta filming a couple episodes of a TV show, which I cannot tell you what it was because this episode will come out before that episode comes out. But yeah, Brooke does TV. It's pretty it my, cool. Yeah. I had two lines. Oh, you had two? two? I thought it was just one. No. Two oh. speaking lines. What my very first line was? Did I already tell you? Uh, well, I thought we read it. Oh, we did. Yeah. But so, okay, the first episode we were in is okay. like the very end of it. But when we were about to film it, um, the director came in and he basically said, he was like, okay, I'm going to throw you guys lines because it's really weird that none of you're all here, but none of you are saying anything. So he like threw lines at us so we could like, oh, so you got they more. were basically working with I me. Mean, I don't know how the whole process is with TV or, right. or movies and scripts and things like that, but they do rewrite and change things all the time. Obviously they want to make sure it makes the most sense or the vibe or the people too. Um, so my first line was, uh, I don't know why I'm laughing already. <laughs> kiss my ass. <laughs> Stop it. My very first line in a TV show, also a movie, because I didn't say anything in Wonder Woman. Kiss my ass. Was kiss my ass. <laughs> Wait, did you do it like a few different ways? No. 
if you guys watched, if you guys have followed me on my social media, you saw a photo of me that looked like I was either dead or frozen. I was frozen. Okay. So basically, uh, I got woken up after 30 years of being frozen. So I was like, kind of, you know, how would you be if you just woke up? Like if you can't really talk that well. You haven't said anything for 30 oh, right. years. So were so, you like, I was like, <laughs> anyways, I went into this show and it was awesome. But here's what's crazy when I'm learning about TV and movies in general, but like everything is way last minute. Um, and like episodic. What do you mean last minute? Okay, well, something like a big movie would have much more of a plan, but doing like episodic shows, like we're, they're in season two of this show and we filmed episodes for season two. Oh. So like things can be done like pretty quickly, quick and like right. last minute. I mean, they they have there's some time, right? Because you have like one episode comes out a week. That's how normally it is for us. We right. watch shows, right? So they have some time to do it. But um, if things need to be changed or adjusted or like something happens on, you know, they can adapt very quickly. So I after the Justice League. I, if you guys don't know who I am, or you kind of know who I am, but you don't know my history in the movies, I did Wonder <laughs> my Woman. <extensive laughs> my career. extensive career in the movies. I did Wonder Woman and the Justice League. I was in Amazon in both those movies. You barely see me in Wonder Woman, but just know that I was there. And uh, you definitely see me in the Justice League. I catch the wall, if you know what that <laughs> scene was. I basically saved the queen. I sacrificed myself for the queen. You're a hero, yes. I'm a hero. Um after that, it was recommended to me to pursue more of that stuff. And so I started taking acting classes because a friend of mine was saying, you know, you need to basically work your acting muscle the same way. It was like their creative way of trying to help me understand, you know, like I train so hard so I can compete and do well, like practice to get better. Right. So same thing, like train your acting muscle so I can be better at acting. And my acting coach, she has submitted me for a couple of auditions. So I've done, this one was my third self-tape. So sometimes they want you to come in, That's which makes sense why where people always live in LA or they live in Atlanta because things can be very last minute where they want to see you and you can't always get a flight right. or like drive the hours to be there on time, you know, so you need to be available. Um, so sometimes they do self-tapes for people that aren't around. So I did, this is my third self-tape. It was definitely better than my first two. It can be hard, obviously. To, I wouldn't be able to do it. It was real. I mean, it's, <clears throat> yeah. Like, <clears throat> even for us, like now having, even okay, doing Wonder Woman or the Justice League, you're there. Everyone around you, you create the scene. You create every, the story. It's a lot easier for you to like be be in it when you're seeing it. Right. Right. You're in it. So when you do like a self-tape or you go in for an audition, you don't have any of that. You have to. Hopefully you've prepared your character the way that they want it. I mean, you can pretty much do a role any way. Right. You right. can like like you said, how many times did you say it? Did right. you say it differently every time? Just like that. So I kind of had to make decisions like creative decisions with my acting coach do the self-tape, and then you just hope that they see it and either A, they can see your potential, they really like you, and they're like, I want to put in, I would put in work to help her or him 
perform it the way that I want it. Like mm-hmm. I can see the potential. It just will take a little bit of work, right? right. For me, like, develop really just, them. Really like just they, saying like, try it like this. Right. Do it like this. But sometimes if they don't want to have to do that, I mean, obviously you'd want to hire someone who you don't have to train them. They're just already doing it the way you want it. Right. So I just sent in the self tape. I didn't hear back. I was not surprised. Like this is really new for me to, you know, because for Wonder Woman and stuff, I didn't audition. I didn't go after the audition. They called me and asked me to come in. I went in and read for the role. And then I ended up getting the part. And none of the Amazons really spoke. So I didn't, the reading wasn't that big of a deal. (laughs) Um, They didn't call me back. Not a problem. It definitely was a role that I was like, this is something I would really be good at. My acting teacher too. That's why she submitted me. Mm -hmm. Because it was a role that played very well with my personality and my physique. I'm for sure typecasted and <laughs> right. it's not a problem right. right and I was in Brazil so like weeks have passed you know and I'm in in Brazil I was there for two weeks and I got an email it's like I, I, I get wi-fi and I check my email and I've got an email from my um the acting school and they're like so they want you but it's for a different role and uh, they, they need to know if you're available all these dates. And I'm like, holy cow. Like, so now it's for a completely different role. They don't even, they didn't send me a script. I have no idea who it is. And I just have to tell them if I'm available. I had no idea if I was, but I was. So I'm like, yeah, <laughs> I'm available. They give you like all these like lots of dates. out weeks. Yeah, lots of so different weeks. you have weeks. to be really available like the last minute. Yeah. yeah. And so I said, yes. Okay, well, then I had a lot of things that were coming up. Like we needed to be, we needed to film our podcast. We needed to, I had a trip to Pittsburgh I was supposed to do with paleoethics. I needed to go to Salt Lake for a Thea skincare. I need all, Christmas, I'm going back right. to Brazil for a wedding. Like there's a lot of things, but I kept having to try and put some stuff off. So companies I worked with, I need to go to Sacramento. Companies I work with, I knew that they understood what I, what it was I was trying to land. And in return, it would be good for them if I was like developing my career outside of just my fitness. So, but I never heard back and I kept checking with my teacher emailing like, um, you know, have you heard anything? Because I've like, I really want to do this, but all these other things, this is my job. Right. Right. This is how I pay my bills. Mm -hmm. These are people that depend on me and I work with and I, I can only keep them waiting for so long, you know? And so finally they said, well, you can't, put your life on hold. So, you know, do your stuff and kind of we'll cross the bridge when we come to it. So did that and never heard back, never heard back. So I kind of was just like, okay, well maybe, you know, they found someone else again because it's a whole new role. So they probably looked at a lot of different tapes. And then like a week ago, a week and a half ago, I get an email and it's like, they, they want you, they for sure want you for this. Again, I don't even know what this is. I have no idea what the role is. I don't know what my, nothing. Um, They've been in rewrites. That's why there was this like big gap of time because they knew that they had this new role, but then they had been like reworking the script and like doing a lot of stuff. She's like, when are you you available these dates? And I'm like, oh no. Because at this point, I've now planned stuff. I'm going to Pittsburgh. I got to go to Pittsburgh because we're going to GNC. And this is a very important meeting and trip. You know, I've got to do this. I've got, you know, I've told my mom I'm coming home for Christmas at this time and I don't live there anymore and I'm never home. And so it's like I have my whole family planning on me coming home and I'm never home. 
you know, I'm going to Brazil for my friend's wedding. I've got all these trips that I right. now can't really move that easily, but I will still see what I can do to try and make it work. So I, I call the different, my sponsors and companies and like, you know, they're still very supportive. Mm-hmm. Um, I tell them, yes, I'm available, even though I'm like, my blood pressure, my stress is like <laughs> rising. And it was like the quickest turnaround for me to go to Atlanta. So we find out, you know, they're like, can you be here, you know, this day? So this is what happened. So I went to Atlanta on a Monday um, to be there for a meeting. So it was the 5th. No, sorry, the 3rd. I went to Atlanta on the 3rd of mm-hmm. December. Um, I was there for a big meeting. So we had the meeting on the 4th. I flew home on the 5th or the 6th, whatever. I basically was flying home from Atlanta, um, from Pittsburgh to then have not even a full day. And then turn around to, and fly back Yeah, to Atlanta. So I basically, I remember I was trying to do all my laundry and put all these things in order. I've got, we're doing an Enswear launch. I've got new items coming in. We had to shoot photos in this one day, not even a full day. I had to get all this stuff ready. I had to go and somehow take photos of new items. We, and I haven't like built out my studio yet. So I don't have like all the lights. It was so stressful. And I left the next morning because what I was trying to do is get them to book me like an afternoon flight to mm-hmm. go to Atlanta. Because then it would give me like a day and then in the morning I could do photos. So I could really get things in order and then go the next day. And they called me and like they understood, like they felt really bad too because it was this, I just went to the East Coast, right. came back for not a full day and I'm going back. And, but I needed to get there because I had to do a costume fitting because we were filming the next day. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I understand. And there's the big time difference, like three hour difference. Right. So I understood that I didn't have a lot of time. Right. So get there. We, we got it done. We went to Atlanta and I go to, I immediately go from my hotel to the studio for this costume fitting. And, uh, and the follow that was Thursday and then Friday, and you, and Friday the we're day, filming. You're one day in town. You came over to my house at like 10 PM mm-hmm. and we looked over your script yes. and tried to, and tried to watch some of the shows so yes. that we had an idea of what you were doing. And it's like, you know, yeah. I'm looking for my name in the script too for for us to even like understand like what am I doing? <laughs> like who am I? I do a little research. Right? Like right. when you get a script and you're going to do like a, uh, a self-tape or whatever, like usually you have a script and it's like, okay, you got to dissect it. It's like I need to learn as much as I can about, you know, what I am, um, what's happened before this moment, right. you know, by the number on the page or the scene. It's like how much, how far are we into the episode? How far are we into the movie? Is this the end of the movie? Mm-hmm. Is it the beginning? Because all of that is going to change your your character or like or the way you play it. Or how you're going to say kiss my ass. Or how you're going to say kiss my ass. <laughs> yeah. So it's, it was crazy. I mean, so you get there. Super last and so minute. did you have like a trailer? I did. When I first got there, I did not have a trailer okay. on Friday because um, we filmed an episode Friday mm-hmm. and then I had days off where then we were just doing like practice and stunt practice. Mm-hmm. And then we had two days of filming. What did you have to row. do for stunts? I want to know. Well, first we'll take a quick break and then we'll come back. Okay. And I'm going to tell you about stunts. And it was so fun. And you saw the bruise on my leg. Oh, it's huge. <laughs> it's, not, it's like on your ass and, and your so, leg. This is like the craziest part is I was like, I could feel myself like getting bruised and it like it like no, egged it, me on. It's like the. I'm like that's like, like the craze. That's like the CrossFit mindset. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, bring it yeah, on, bring it on. All right, we're gonna take a quick break and uh, we'll come back and talk, talk about your bruise. More specifics about my experience on this uh, TV. 
set. This episode of Between the Reps is brought to you by Scentbird. Sorry, I'm going to say that again. Scentbird. You can't forget the T. It's like, I'm from Utah. I say mountain, right? You say a lot of things weird. And a lot of people are like, no, you say, mountain. You say I-N-G's. Ng. Ng? What do you say? Ng? Ng. Scentbird is a luxury perfume perfume subscription service that allows you to try all kinds of different scents, which is cool because if you have commitment issues like Gina here and me, well, no, mostly Gina. Mostly me. You don't have to commit to one flavor. You can try all, all kinds. Well, and I don't I don't like getting so much of one thing. I like getting I mean that sounded weird. No, no, I agree. Like but I don't like you getting com- like buying the huge things. I like having and when they're little expensive. small bits so I can keep changing it. And yeah. when they're expensive, I mean if this this company allows you to try a lot of those bougie, you know, mm-hmm. pricey fla- uh, scents, champagne what is it? Your champagne Champagne taste on a beer budget. Yeah. Champagne taste on a beer budget. That's what this gives you, which is awesome. Which is, and it's kind of like my monthly scent adventure. I didn't know you had one of those. I want to go on one of those. Are you? Do you come ha- with me. Come with me on my monthly <laughs> scent adventure. All you have to do is sign up for your monthly subscription subscription mm-hmm. to Scentbird. Scentbird has 450 different designer brands, and you choose one every month. Oh, this is my favorite part. What? I want you to sing the song, Gina. Louis, Louis, Gucci, Gucci, Fendi, Fendi, Prada. (laughs) I screw it up every time. Yeah, I almost screwed it up, but you (laughs) saved me, so thank you. So you'll choose a perfume. They'll send it in a 30-day supply. How many sprays is that? That's 120. So you always smell amazing. Dude, I almost, I really, the next time my subscription shows up, I'm going to test that out. (laughs) All at one time. All at one time. One, two, three, four. We're going to test it. Um... Free shipping. free shipping. Yep. Oh, yeah. Skip the department store and pushy sales, people. I can't stand that. For instance, push, skip it during like the holiday time. Oh, for, yeah. Just give, that's a great gift, actually. Start someone on a subscription to smell better. I'm going to do that. <laughs> so with this exclusive offer for all of our listeners, you'll get 50% off your first month today. That's only $7.50 for your first perfume, which is amazing. Yeah, I've never spent that on a bottle no. of nice perfume. So to get 50% off of your first month, you can go to scentbird.com, which is S-C-E-N-T, don't forget the T, bird.com slash reps, and use our code reps, R-E-P-S, for 50% off your first month. Again, S-C-E-N-T, bird.com slash reps. Use our code reps to get 50% off your first month month which is super cheap only seven dollars and fifty cents and also you might smell better than me and gina do right now sign on and smell amazing hey have you ever used cheapo air for years and i really like it with cheapo air you can book online use their app or even over the phone they've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations they're my go-to for travel planning And if you join their Club Miles program, you can earn points to save on the cost of your travel. Book on the app and you get double points. Sounds like it's time I tried Cheapo Air. Call Cheapo Air at 855-247-3279 or visit CheapoAir.com slash podcast. All right. So get there Thursday. Um, Go into costume fitting. 
and I go in and they're like, so we're going <laughs> to, this is the best part. My hair was kind of wavy because I had just traveled, right? right. I had curled my hair, but it wasn't like done. And the woman who's in charge of makeup and hair, she's like, like it was a, had like this concerned look on her face because she was like letting she didn't me know. know what to do with you? Well, no, she was like letting me know, like. I can't do anything with like this. It was too pretty. Oh. And at this point, again, <laughs> I don't know what I'm playing. Right. Right. So I'm like, okay. I'm like, no, you, we don't have to keep it curly. I just traveled here. And uh, so that's when I, it was uh, let me know. Mm-hmm. I went in for my costume fitting and they put me in scrubs. How long does it take to do all the makeup and stuff? It was not long for me because they, the first time it was longer. Okay. Because they made me frozen. Mm-hmm. The second time it was nothing. It was like barely any concealer. Literally, and then they basically had to make me look really tired. Right. So, like, nothing on except for a little bit of, um, just a little bit of, like, coverage. And then it was mostly done on my eyes and around my mouth to make me look, like, really exhausted because I've been sleeping for 30 years. Right. So, I go in. I put on my scrubs. And I'm thinking, and, like, also, too, like, there's my clothes rack Mm -hmm. for, like, all of the different options. I got to try on all the stuff. They got to see how they fit. And it's all denim. Oh my god! <laughs> like the whole thing is denim, and I'm just inside being like, "Yes." At the same time, no. <laughs> I mean, you really are at like, their whim, yeah. You know, and like that's it. Like, and you can't. Like, it's not about like being cute or pretty or whatever. It's about <laughs> looking the way you're supposed to look. It's being like, a dead person yes. in denim. So I do my my costume fitting, mm-hmm. and then we basically the next day my call time was one o'clock. You go in, and I went in. They start making me. They probably do my started my makeup about two by yeah. the time, and they start by painting me kind of blue and like doing I'm in scrubs. They're just painting me from like my arms down and then my face and my neck. And did that take long or? It took a while. Yeah, and it was, was airbrushing, and you mm-hmm. have to like do layer all the different colors. So after they have like my coloring right with a lot of like blue because you've been like frozen and frostbitten, they have all it. They put my hair in this like like a low ponytail, and it needs to make my hair look frozen. Right. So they have this jar of ice. It's like a a jelly that makes it make you look like you have like ice on you. Oh. So I've got that on my arms, on my yeah, hands, all over yeah. my face, my eyebrows, really my cool. lips, and then my hair. Cause it's gotta look like I'm like frozen. Mm-hmm. And then in the ends of my hair. And then they go through and they use like different fake snow or frost. And a lot of it's done it's salt. Oh. Like almost in like different grains of salt. So I've got it all over and like other stuff too. I don't really know what it was made you of. Start like to blow? in my hair. <laughs> I was immediately just like you got some in your mouth. Just like absorbing water. <laughs> <laughs> like a sponge. Were your ankles swollen? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, I just and I this is another thing about television or, or movies. I experienced this on the movie set it's too. Very cool. Hurry up and wait. Oh yeah. They, so on my call sheet. I was in makeup at 2, on set at 4.30, right? But but how long did you wait before you... We didn't even start my scene, and I'm in, like, just disgusting. Right. And it's, it's me and I have... I've got two buddies. We're, like, a team of people. And we're all in these, like, <laughs> super frozen looks, <laughs> and we didn't even get on set till 8 p.m. Oh, my God. So you just sat there waiting. Yeah. And... The, oh, this is funny. So I was showing uh, Derek Lewis. He's a UFC fighter. He's like number two in the world. He's incredible and so sweet. Mm-hmm. I'm showing him uh, my one of my latest YouTube videos of me and James Krause who... Oh, when he choked you he out? He choked me out. Mm-hmm. And he turns this... Oh my God, this is... <laughs> I turn the video on and, and Derek goes, who is that? 
And I go, that's me. And he goes, oh. And I'm like, what? This look doesn't do it for you? <laughs> like, I looked so different that even other people he on didn't set. didn't recognize you. Yeah. That's other funny. people on set, like, uh, I remember I was walking the other day and uh, Jose, he plays, he's in the show too. And he was like, oh, I met you the other day. I didn't even recognize you. <laughs> I'm like, the hair and makeup must have done a really good yeah, job. That's awesome. But, yes, yeah, so so I want to hear about your stunts, day. though. Okay. So, like, we did had you have stunt to... practice on Monday. Okay. Um, I didn't do any stunts on Friday. It was like a, it was a very, I had to roll out of this thing and there was like a metal piece. And that's why you roll out and you do the scene over and over again. That's why I developed this massive bruise on my leg. Like rolling massive, out. Okay. Like just doing like a somersault? You basically, I'm like laying roll down. It's like me waking up. Oh, okay. Roll out and you're like, well, whatever. Okay. Like a zombie? Kind of, yeah. You know, I love zombies. I know you do. Okay. So Monday was stunt day mm-hmm. and I go in, I'm super pumped. I did stunts with, I did a stunt test for Justice League mm-hmm. and the response I got was the same this time. But the response was, you could have a career in stunts if you wanted it. Would you do that? Yeah. Come be pretty cool yeah yeah and they said that when i did the justice league too and they also you know they were like you are this is your first time doing this and you are better than more than half of the women that are doing stunts right now and this was the same thing here which i had a fantastic time on this working with this production team by the way they were everyone was so great and that's not i i didn't i can't say that for the last two times that i was in that sort of industry. Right. So it was a really pleasant surprise. And the same thing, like I'm learning, I'm with the girls and I'm learning like a ton of stunt, like hand-to-hand combat, like it's a lot. Like our scene was like, a, it's like a really big battle scene. So we start moving and I'm just catching on so fast because I, 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 one, am super athletic. I play, I do CrossFit, I'm physical, I'm active, but then I've also danced my whole life. So choreography is... Easy for you. Easy for me. Like mm-hmm. I catch on really well and like body mechanics and things like that. So they were getting, you know, super surprised and they're getting super pumped. Like oh, the guy who's um is the was the stunt coordinator and the choreographer, super excited. So then they're like getting really excited because they're like nitpicking me and they keep saying, like, we normally like I wouldn't do this, but you're already doing it so well that like I want to like really make you even better, you know. And they said, um, I work with a lot of actresses and I go, and it was it like made me stand back because I was like Oh, well, I mean, I kind of consider myself like more of an athlete than like an actress, you know, because this whole thing is very new to me. And it's like, well, I guess I am an actress because I've I've landed an acting role in multiple things now. But like for them, you know, they they work with when they're doubling someone because this was my double. They have to help you like their job is to get you looking as good as possible. And the, the running joke the whole time I was there was that my double didn't have a job. They literally had me. <laughs> I was going to ask. I was going to ask oh, how much the double actually did. So there was two things that were like, uh, like a flip, like a bigger mm-hmm. stunt that like they oh, right. for sure like wouldn't. Even if like for me, I would want to try it. You do a flip. Yeah, like a like, back flip or a front flip. Um, I get, and it's in a fight scene, and I get like flipped on my oh, back. Okay, okay. Like for me, it's like I would 100 percent want to try it because that's and that's kind of yeah. how I am. And I'm physical but for them. It's very important. Like it's a, there's a lot more to it. Right. Like insurance and things. Sure. And they have to really be careful. And um, if it's not in the contract for you to do it, like it's and if and something bad no, happened, no. it'd be really bad. But for me, there was so much of what I was doing in choreograph that I could do that 
I wanted to do it. And the the producers or like the directors were like, they if if we can have her do it, that's better because well, sure it's gonna look more authentic. Well, really, and yeah. just because then you don't have to worry about like seeing someone else's face. Like mm-hmm. this is obviously lower budget than when I did Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman in the Justice League, they do face swapping. I mean, the stunt doubles they have they have like these dots they put on their face and they can basically take their face and swap it with the actresses. Oh, wow. So, and this you can't. Right. You know, so. Here, lean forward. What am I doing? Your hair's messed up. Uh, yeah. Sorry. I'm a, okay, I'm I got you. Mess. I'm a hot mess you. today. No, you're um, not. <laughs> but yeah, so it was, it was crazy. And I, you know, I told them too. I was like, no, I, I think that they almost thought like, I wonder if she'd really be interested in it because I'm acting. So normally an actress or an actor would want to like keep doing that, you right. know, and I'm over here like, well, I want to do both really. But they said, like, um, one of the guys who was in charge of all the stunt guys was like, if you, you know, would you ever consider a career in stunts? And I was like, absolutely. Like, sign me up. Yeah, it'd be so cool. You know? Yeah. And um, and then I did talk to him later on and, like, mentioned, you know, I, I started taking acting classes. I did musical theater my whole life. Like, that's uh, the background that I have. But I wanted to do acting classes because I feel like there will be opportunities that come up and I want to just, I want to be prepared for them. Right. You know, but I still put all of my other stuff in my fitness and CrossFit and health and, you know, motivational and like teaching and things like first. And this is something that it's not like a, it's not a hobby, but it's not my, it's not my your main gig. Yeah. It's not like the, it's not like what's really putting like food on the table. Like right. this is my career. It's not your first And passion. this is something that I would love to be able to just allow my platform or my career to broaden and mm-hmm. do more stuff. And and he said to me, you know, he's like, I think it would be really important to keep doing the acting. But for you to be someone who can do all your own stunts, he's like, that is like really, you know, valuable. Yeah, it's badass. And so, which was kind of cool because to me it was like, you could tell me right now, like you wanted to hire me as like a stunt actor and I would probably just be like, okay. <laughs> you know, and like, and his advice was like, keep, keep, keep doing the acting thing because you're really good at that. But keep also like, like do the, do the stuff. stunt stuff too. Yeah. So I had a I had a really good time, and um, there was a time we're practicing and like just running our scene over and over, and they have these pads out because if you can put a pad down and like talking to the the stunt men and women, mm-hmm. you know, back in the day they're like people you get wrecked. Like oh for sure. You know what I mean? Like have you, to. You get wrecked, and so it's where I could go and do stunts, and it's not like I'm not ever going to get hurt you still have to prepare because you still can get hurt and people still have injuries. Like doing that is an active physical thing. You're basically falling or jumping through windows and like doing all this stuff in in the safest way possible. But you have to learn. It's like you have to learn how to fall. You have to learn, have to learn how, how to, to land, land and, right. and fail right. without getting hurt, but making it look like you're getting hurt. So the mats that they put out, are they like yoga mats or no, they were like they really like, cushiony? Like cushiony ones. Oh, okay. They have like different ones like a for different. pad or something? <laughs> different ones for different, like what you're doing and sure. things like that. But it was really getting in the way for me through some of this. So I like didn't want to do it on the mat. And I had knee pads on and things like that. So it's like, I'm not going to. Like I'm, I feel like I'm actually going to like roll an ankle if I'm on the mat. And there was just this certain part. And one of the guys, uh, Curtis, he was like, he's like, please get on the mat. <laughs> and I'm like, I You're don't, just trying I'm to like, I don't flat want back you. yourself on the ground. I'm like, I don't want to. I'm like, it's actually harder for me. And he goes, just, he's like, just please get on the mat. And it's like, and that's the thing. It's like they, you know, you, I, I'm someone who I consider myself like more of like the stunt person, mm-hmm. you know, like just coming from such an athletic background and what I do for 
work sure. primarily and I'm not scared of getting hurt and I know my body and I've been hurt but they also are coming from like working with like the stress that is put on them to not let the actors get hurt well, yeah. doing this training. So finally I would like, I'm like, I'm on the mat. And he's like, thank you. <laughs> like in the middle of it, like I get on my back for the next part. I'm like, I'm on the mat. <laughs> thank you. So I'm but yeah, I have like, you know, that mindset of, I don't know, like people that are good at CrossFit are kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. Like same thing, gymnasts, crazy. Mm-hmm. Okay. And like I said, with the bruise thing, it's like, when it was happening or like when I'm like being physical and I'm not I'm not hurting myself at all but it might be a little uncomfortable like for instance I have like a little bruise on my forearm because I throw up there's this like a, a punch that I throw and she blocks me mm-hmm. she wasn't hitting me hard but the same thing over and over again right but so like that's why they wear I had like forearm pads oh, okay. knee pads and things but in the practice sorry in the practice I didn't have a pad on and I came back the next day and I was like oh, I don't need both forearm pads I'm like this is the only area that kind of was bothering me a little bit but they, to them, it's, if you can, if you can put a pad on, like just better safe than sorry with everything. So for them nowadays versus in the past, like if they can put a mat down, mm-hmm. they will put a mat down. If they can do this, they will do this. Like, but back in the day, you had people just doing stunts, but they didn't have just the mats. The they didn't have, kicked yes. out of them. Yeah. Just getting beat up. <laughs> Hats off to them. Do you want to do stunts, Gina? No. <laughs> I always joked um, that if I ever had a double uh-huh. for me, that it, that it would have to be a boy. <laughs> like a body double. <laughs> like for your arms. Yes, just for my body. But I learned it doesn't because Kate was my double and she was great. It's awesome. Yeah. But I did. I was always joking like... Uh, you know, if I ever landed a role and it was like a very physical role or something where... It'd be a guy with a wig on. I mean, on. I was fully covered up, though. So, like, if right. I was in, like, not covered up, I'm like, I always joked, they would need, like, a guy with a wig. Yeah. Yeah. I was talking to someone, too, just about me wanting to do more stunts. And they had said, um, this is a guy that I was working with that um, has been doing stunts for a super long time. Mm-hmm. And he said, you'd have to lose, like, 20 pounds. And I was like... <laughs> What? And I looked at him and I was like, no. well, then I can't do it then. Yeah, no. I'm like, there's no, no way. way. Like, I, even if I want, because I guess like stunt people are, you're just a little smaller. They're tiny. I mean, you meet like actors and actresses too, a lot of them. They're all tiny. Well, they're all like different sizes. People are all different sizes, but a lot of people are small. I'm sticking by they're mostly tiny. Like, even some of the people that are on this show, like, I see them and they make them look like they're so like much tall bigger. and big. Mm-hmm. And then I met them in person. I'm like, huh, huh, you're teeny. Yeah. Yeah, Which I guess like in CrossFit too, the amount of people that come up to me and oh, they're like, true. oh, you're so much smaller in person. <laughs> I thought you were ginormous. Yeah. And I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> I'm a monster. <laughs> I had somebody tell me one time uh, that had seen me on your Instagram. Yeah. They were like, oh, you're so much taller and better looking in person. Dude, I had so <laughs> many people tell me that I'm better looking in person. I was like, like wow, oh, you're wow, so, you're, I don't know what to say to like, that. I thought you were pretty, but you're way more beautiful in person. I'm like, oh, well, that's good, I guess. They didn't even say that to me. They didn't say, oh, I thought you were pretty, but you're better looking in person. You're they taller said, and better oh, you're looking. taller and better looking than I thought. I was like, what the f- Thanks. Yeah. Thanks, I think. Anyway. Yeah. <sighs> well, we'll find out when the episode airs if uh, the camera really adds 10 pounds. <laughs> However, I was like covered in denim. Oh yeah, the denim. And we were gonna, shooting outside. No one's going to be able to cold. see you. Shooting outside, it was freezing cold, so they wanted us to be as warm as possible. Right. So I had like 
You, look you guys saw my jeans. You had a I had sweet jeans. white belt. I had um, thermals under my pants. That was actually kind of, I was like testing the limits of those pants the whole time. <laughs> just going to burst. Squats. Like, just like, I'm going to rip these out, man. I really thought I was going to. The blowout. But, yeah. I, uh, so, the, so denim I wasn't, to... the denim wasn't as bad as I thought it'd be. No. In fact, uh, might be pulling it back. 70s look. <laughs> my hair was great. Nice ponytail with these like fair waves in the bangs. front. Yeah, I want you to do your line one time though. Kiss my ass. <laughs> nice. um, I had another line too, and then we'll we'll end this thing. But my second line was, "Glad you made it. Now we won't have to hunt you down." Ooh. Ooh. Now we won't have to hunt you down. <laughs> That's a cliffhanger Ooch. right there. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, uh, that was my first time on a TV show. It was crazy. That is Even crazy. more crazy, I landed in L.A. with an email saying, the director wants you to come back. Then are you going to? Dun, dun, dun. Oh, we'll find out next time on. Just kidding. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure yet, so you guys aren't sure either. Thanks for listening to Between the Reps with Brooke and Gina. And Thanks again for listening. Thank you. We love you guys. Keep listening. Um, comment. Rate. Rate. So shit. What is it again? Rate. rate review, review. Subscribe. subscribe. <laughs> rate, five star review, rating. Five star rating. <laughs> review. Subscribe. Five star us so we can like push our podcast up to the top. And um, so we can get six listeners. Yeah, we're trying to get five. that sixth one. We love you guys. Thanks for all. Uh, all your help, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. Hey, have you ever used Cheapo Air? For years, and I really like it. With Cheapo Air, you can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning. And if you join their Club Miles program, you can earn points to save on the cost of your travel. Book on the app and you get double points. Sounds like it's time I tried Cheapo Air. Call Cheapo Air at 855-247-3279 or visit CheapoAir.com slash podcast. Hey, have you ever used Cheapo Air? For years, and I really like it. With Cheapo Air, you can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning. And if you join their Club Miles program, you can earn points to save on the cost of your travel. Book on the app, and you get double points. Sounds like it's time I tried Cheapo Air. Call Cheapo Air at 855-247-3279 or visit CheapoAir.com slash podcast.